next legacy. Want to make sure I take time this morning to thank the entire universe for tuning in to the AM Buzz. I am branded in the house this morning, and uh, definitely want to bring some soul to it. Give some thanks to 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 all those not just listening for the first time, but um, also that's been listening for the past five years. Um, as far as what we do and how we go about doing shows, and it's a it's a it's a blessing and a half to be able to. Uh, provide this out there to all you listeners out there. We got so much love out from uh overseas. Japan is listening in, Germany's listening in and all my all my real close ones, all my people's out there, my staff, Next Legacy. Um we're we're here this morning to um not just not I mean we we thank people every day for their God-given talent and what they do. I feel like in general when it comes to media and and the portrayal of it i feel like we have to show not just our thanks and and not let that be for the moment but our continuous uh appreciation shown for good quality music traditional music music that i feel like can last um generations on end so let let, let me say that y'all heard the first song that we kicked off i mean we got so much more music for this young lady that when when i cross paths I was probably reverb nation hopping around and and I actually was listening to her one of her songs and I was like, wait a minute. She got it. And when I say she got it, I'm talking about the voice and just you you can you could tell this is this is a passion just by the way that people put it down and the way they express themselves um with the talent they have. And I want to welcome our girl Ashleen to the to the to the AM Buzz set this morning. Good morning, my queen. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, and I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just here really to say thank you. Like I mean, I know it's a lot of people out there, and you got so many different things going on, trying to be able to get your um your your talents heard to you know, the the world, but, I mean, thank you for, for doing what you do because you are a true blessing, and I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate that. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate that. So, you know, I'm going I'm to hit you with a couple of typical questions, so, you know, bear with me. I'm about to put on my, my interview hat. So for those out there that don't know you, let let the world know who you are and where you're from and how you got started doing music. Okay. Um, my name is Ashleen Peartree. I grew up in Boston um, in a part of Boston called Dorchester, in a part of Dorchester called Upham's Corner. And um, I started singing really as a very small child. You know, my parents noticed that I loved to sing. I grew up around a lot of music. There were a lot of, you know, a lot of albums around the house, um, a lot of Motown, a lot of just different kinds of music always playing. So I grew up around a lot of music. And um, when I was very little, my mother put me in a show called Black Nativity. I don't know if it's just Boston-based or if it's a national thing, but it's a big gospel musical. It's funny because it's a requirement that you have to be black or biracial to be in Black Nativity. Mm. So it's, it's a wonderful show. And I kind of like that. You know, I like that there's a lot of things that are appropriated a lot of white people doing a lot of black people things. So mm-hmm. I think it's okay. I think it's okay for it to be a requirement. I don't know if it's still the same, but when I was little, it was pretty much me and my sister and maybe a couple other mixed kids, and everybody else was black. So mm-hmm. we really grew up around a lot of gospel, a lot of R&B, a lot of soul, a lot of blues. Um, and that was really my first performing experience. And then after that, it was just pretty much anything I could do, anything that my mother and my father could put me in, they did. So piano lessons, you know, music theory, music performance, all that. And then from there, I just I kept singing. So. So you were at, you were at the very young age of how old? Um, I was in Black and TV. I think I was nine. Okay. Nine, yeah, nine or ten. Um, but you were you years. were singing you were singing all over the place even before that age though right? Um, pretty much school and not really around the city yet. Um, mm-hmm. 
pretty much at school, but then I went to a music school starting at around 12. It was a community music center in the South End, mm-hmm. um, and that was awesome. It was this very intensive program. Pretty much every Saturday, I'd be there all day. So, But I loved it. It was piano lessons, music theory, solfege, ear training, performance, songwriting, and then later voice lessons. And I did a lot of choirs at my school, so it was a lot of music all the time, which I think is good because there's a lot of training early on. Right. So a lot of people, a lot of people pick up singing whenever they pick it up, or, and that's fine too. But I think that sort of the lost, it's a lost art of having the technique there and like mm-hmm. the actual, the actual study of it. You know, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to know about music. People think it's just. I feel like singing a song, so I'm going to. <laughs> but it's a lot, you know, it's a lot deeper than that. And I think the greats, you know, all the greats worked hard at it. It wasn't, right. obviously, these God-given talent is natural talent, but, you know, people have to work at it, too. I'm I'm so glad. As a as an artist, I feel on the rise that can definitely make an impact um, in this universe when it comes to... Um, just just the music and how you put it down because you're you're a student of it. You've got vocal lessons, you've been in choirs, you've been training yourself for a moment like this and 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 beyond for a little while now. So so you're able to to come in as a student of music to be able to show your appreciation for um not just, you know, your craft but other music genres in general too, right? Definitely. Definitely. And I guess I would say that the best musicians are the most broadly, you know, the most broadly learned musicians. And a lot of people, like I have a friend, Ricky, who never took a piano lesson in his life, and he can hear one song and just beast on the piano, like go crazy on the piano. And that's, yeah, he's incredible. He's a genius. He's incredible. Most of us don't really necessarily have that level of, in my mm-hmm. opinion, genius. But, you know, obviously, like I said, there's God-given talent, there's natural talent. But I think people who really put the time into honing their craft, like you said, I've been working on it all this year, all, all this time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something to be said for that because hopefully hard work pays off. Hopefully. No we'll doubt. see. Yeah. No doubt. And, and I believe it because... You know, nowadays it's it's so fast and in your face. I mean, even with you know what I consider traditional um, R&B soul versus you know some of the stuff that's out now. When you look at when you look at just everything that you that you've witnessed, you've studied as far as you know the old school, if you want to say, um, versus how things are now. Like when you compare the two from mm-hmm. how it is now in 2012 compared to some of the history that you studied um, or even witnessed, um, how do you feel about it now? I just think it's a, it's across all the genres of music, not just R&B, soul, but it's almost like this simplistic approach to music, you know, whatever is going to make a hit, what's going to make a hit, what's going to make a hit. So it's pretty much what's on the radio, let me emulate that. Or what mm-hmm. what trends are, are popular right now? Let me do that. You know, it's not. I don't see that there's much creativity. I don't see that there's much depth. I don't see people really trying to break outside of the box. And most importantly, be true to themselves. I mm. just see a lot of people just singing nonsense and and rapping nonsense. And mm-hmm. it's pretty much whatever they hear on the radio just changed just a little bit, modified just a little bit, rather than taking the time, if that's what they would like to do, clearly, maybe they don't, but mm-hmm. really discover who they are as artists, who they are as musicians, what do they really want to say, you know, what's deep down inside of them that they want to say, and how can they put it into song, so I think that's that's huge, I mean, I grew up listening to music, you know, songs that were so well written. I had phases where I would just, I still do, where I would just listen to one person at a time. Right. And and I would just go in. I'd buy, like, the best of albums and just go in. And, you know, it was Stevie Wonder. It was Donny Hathaway. It was Eddie mm. James, Sarah Vaughan. And people that, those were songs. Like, those yeah. were classic, timeless songs where what they were talking about 
was universal. You know, people can feel those feelings forever. And exactly. it's not models and bottles and sipping on this and slapping that and, you know, things right. that people, things that are, are really trendy right now, things to say that are trendy and things to talk about that are trendy. It's mm-hmm. more of a, like I said, a timeless, universal thing. Soul is timeless, you know, feelings and emotions and heartbreak and lost love. I mean, the stuff that I write is pretty much, I write about a lot of different kinds of things, but right. a lot of the material that I'll be pushing in the next year or so, you know, it's about it's about heartbreak and people doing you wrong and lost mm-hmm. love and loving someone and it just hurting like hell. And I think that can make for really good music because everybody can relate to that. Yeah, it's a it's a cycle that uh, you know no matter what I mean, especially with love, there's going to be broken love, there's going to be long lasting mm-hmm. love, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be everything in between as far as the struggle to attain that love. So it's it's you know it it never dies. Stuff like that never dies. And when you do it honestly, and when you do it with conviction, um, you're you're gonna win. People are going to continue to to listen. And, and vibe with uh, you know everything you have to say because they either either it relates to them or they know someone that that's going through that same situation right now. So I think that's important. Ashleen is our guest on the AM Buzz, and um, you you said you write a whole lot of stuff. So as as a writer, what is your approach when you do like you know like you just said about the the you know falling in love, falling out of love, having you know breakups to makeups to whatever. Like what? What is your approach when you actually hear hear an instrumental, or when you have something in your head prior to listening to an instrumental? Um, well, it's interesting that you ask that because I actually hadn't written to an instrumental until the last few years, I'd say. Oh, really? Well, yeah, about four years ago, I started writing to beats, and before okay. that, I always I always wrote with the piano. So hmm. I have different approaches. Um, sometimes, most often. I find that I'll be listening to a beat or I'll have a melody on the piano, whichever it is, and I'll have the chorus or some part of the theme just in my head just over and over and over and over. And I'll be singing the same thing over and over and over in my head. And then all of a sudden the whole rest of the song writes itself. And it's obviously it's not always that simple, but mm-hmm. more often than not that's what happens. It's like a concept and, and then the rest just comes to me. Um, but with beats, it's interesting because some people I think are really strong at writing lyrics, and some people are very strong at writing melodies. I right. hope to be bo- I hope to be both, but I do find that melody is easiest for me. That I can mm. come up with a melody pretty much on the spot, and if not on the spot, just more quickly than the lyrics come to me. Sometimes it takes me some time. You know, just gotta find your vibe, chill out, and then the words just sort of flow. Based on the emotion that you feel that day, like you know, if you're having a if you're having a good day, you know, just that good the good vibe is gonna come out, right? As far as written, or if you're having a not so great day, is is you know that's gonna come out too, right? Definitely, um, but I would say I love writing sad songs, so I can be mm-hmm. happy as a clam, but I just love writing sad songs. There's something so. I don't know. So it's it's such a release, I think. You know, the other day, it was a couple weeks ago, and it was almost, it wasn't the first time that this, is hap- this had happened, but it really reminded me of how powerful and transformative music can be. I was just feeling so down about a few different things, and I listened to one of my songs, and it's probably one of the saddest songs I've ever written. It's a very, very sad song, but mm-hmm. it just made me feel so much better. It just literally took the emotions that I had inside of me and just let them rush out of me. Almost like almost like a light was was hitting me. And so the darkness that I was feeling, the like the sadness, the anger, whatever, was just sort of transformed. And, you know, the song it's interesting, the song is called What Do You Mean? And it's a song about finding out for the first time that somebody is cheating on you, and it's like, mm. what do you mean? What do you mean you've mm-hmm. fallen out of love with me? And this particular story hasn't happened to me, and it wasn't really part of my experience at all. But any, but it doesn't really matter. Listening to it and feeling the emotions that I put into it from other experiences just sort of 
lets you almost have peace with your emotions. Mm-hmm. So you tapped into so, your inner Ashleen, and you just you mm-hmm. really dug into a place, and you was like, you know what, I can nail this. Like, you know, it's 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 funny yeah. how emotions kind of go because, you know, like like you said, you you can you can you can have the best of days, but you know, you can write the best kind of you know sad love song that you probably ever written, and that's just you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's just probably you going into that you know, somewhere in that inner place where you just feel like, you know, like like you said, it doesn't necessarily have to happen with experience, but experience helps in a, in a sense, but at the same time, you might have a fear of finding out something like that, or you may have something going on in your mind where you're just kind of, you know, playing some things in your head that might, you know, that, that actually might go down like that um, in some way, shape, or form or something. Definitely, and I think you can also take you know, whatever pain or, you know, difficult experience you have had in your life and just put that emotion into another experience that a lot of people can relate to. And, you know, it makes for a song that people tell me they when they hear it. I definitely want to cry every time I sing it. So mm-hmm. listen out for that song. That song should be out soon. It's called What Do You Mean? All right. I'm going to have to see what's up with that. Now, Now, lately you've been pushing in the story. Um, I have. New song that you have that out. So tell tell the listeners before we play this um, shortly. Uh, tell the listeners a little bit about that song. Why is the? I mean, you you got a lot of songs, and this song is dope too. Um, you got a lot of songs that you had prior to this song. So you know, of course, why is this song like that special one that you wanna you wanna actually reach out there to the people? So tell the people a little bit yeah, about. Yeah, definitely. This is my first single. Um, I do have a lot of covers, you know, on the Internet, and I have just a couple of originals that I, you know, put online in the form of either a video or just a link, but it wasn't an actual release. Um, This was my first single, and I wanted to wait until, you know, the right time and also the right song. I feel like this song a lot of people can relate to. Um, It's an old-school beat, and it's an old-school sample in the beat, and the lyrics are just very honest. You know, I played it for one of my best friends, and she said, this is you, this is you. And my mother said the same thing. So I'm I'm glad that the first single is a song that's really true to me lyrically, but also musically. You know, I have a lot of old-school influences, and so this song is, is definitely in that vein. And the way it came about, um, I started working with Terminology, who's a very, very successful underground hip-hop artist out of Massachusetts. He's from Lawrence. He reps Boston. Mm -hmm. And um, he's starting to produce, or he has started to produce, and he'll be coming out with a producer album in the next few months called Term Makes Beats. And um, he gave me this beat. He was saying he thought it was too slow for him to spit on, so you know, see if there's something you can come up with it. I'm like, okay. So I'm driving home from the studio. It's about a half an hour drive. And this song basically just wrote itself. And uh-huh. obviously it took, it took some tweaking. Um, right. But it just sort of it just sort of flowed. And it's all about, um, it's with the premise that, you know, a man is coming to me, wanting to be with me. I'm wanting to be with him but he wants to know why I am the way that I am. You know, why am I so hard? Why am I so aggressive? Why do I not take anything from anybody? You know, why do I have no tolerance for disrespect? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm explaining to him, you know, I went through this. I don't really get into it. Um, I don't get into the whole story. But I'm basically saying, well, if you want to know, I'll tell you. And it's it's a hard story to hear, you know, a, a very violent relationship that I was in. And so now, don't try nothing with me. So that's basically that's basically the premise for the for the song, and it is called End of Story. It was produced by Terminology and Moose, and it's my first single. You can find it pretty much anywhere. Somebody made a YouTube video of it. You can find it on SoundCloud, a couple different links. Clockwork Music released it as well, um, which was a very beautiful. Thank you. It was a beautiful look. Um, to them, because obviously they're much more established than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, end of story. End of story. Right here, we're going to go ahead and play this right now on the AM Buzz, and come back, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, you know stereotypes and reminder why I fell in love with this woman's voice. AM Buzz, 
Brandon in the building alongside Ashleen. Emails, phone calls, all that good stuff is definitely welcome. Tweets is, is definitely uh, real, real thick. I appreciate all the love and support. Emails are coming in, too. They love you. They love you. Strangers love you, too. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I was a stranger at one point in time, and I loved you before you even, uh, before we even had dialogue. So, you know, I just, I just got to give it up. I mean, you got that. You. This song right here, it just, it, it just really kind of just, it, it, it makes me, it makes me not appreciate you a whole lot more because my appreciation level for you is real high. But you, you really have that old soul, and I know you probably heard that before. Um, I know you probably uh, you know get those kind of compliments on the regular, so I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out a new way to say you know what you rock, but you know I, <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying, but it's hard. It's hard. You you really got it. You really are. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> now I just I get I get amped up when I listen to you know people with with, with the music and, and that's passionate about what they do. And um and and you got it. You really do. So, you know, not just, you know, only props to you for, for putting everything down vocally, writing and everything, but shout out to the people that helped produce the thing too. So, you know, your team your team is really fired up though. I I, I could see I could see you moving in a in a real positive direction and being able to um shake off a lot of different types of uh stereotypes when it comes to you know, women and music, not just hip-hop, but R&B and this, that, and the other. So I'm going to ask you this question. When it comes down to it, though, when you see it, because, you know, a lot of, you know, it's hard for women as it is, and you know that being a woman. Um, what what are what are some of the, the misconceptions, stereotypes, things that you've heard that either will block a woman from advancing or that will make it a little bit harder for a woman to succeed in this business called music? Mm -hmm. um, well, I think a lot of it, unfortunately, is based on sexuality. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm glad that the people that I work with, the, the men in music that I work with, came at me the right way because that's why we're working together. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't come at me on some, what are you doing later, or, you know, trying to get me liquored up. They came at me to work, and now we're very cool, and, you know, we're friends, and we're working together, and we have several collaborations, and this is, you know, people across the country, um, and hopefully soon around the world. Then there's all those that, you know, oh, I love your voice. Can I bring you breakfast in bed? I know what that means. I know what breakfast is. <laughs> Like what is that? You know, no. Why don't you just Why don't you just tell it like it is and say what you want and not and stop wasting people's time? Right. So I think a lot of it, you know, is based on sexuality and people not really thinking big picture, not really thinking about the music and thinking about what we can accomplish and how we can collaborate, but thinking about about sex. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what a lot of women, and I, I know this because the women friends that I have that do music have sort of the same situation where it's like they want to work and men are coming at them like that all the time and not necessarily taking them seriously. So I am so grateful to the men that I do work with for not being like that, you know, for, mm -hmm. for putting the music first. We can be cool. We're friends. You know, we're grown-ups. Things happen. Right. But having the right approach and, and always keeping music First and foremost, I think the other challenge is, you know, I see a lot of women, a lot of women sell their sexuality, basically, and men do it, too, mm -hmm. um, but I think there's a lot of pressure to look a certain way and, and not have very many clothes on and to conform to a certain look um, and to overuse their sexuality in order to be heard, and I'm sure People, you know, people say it all the time that people use sex to get where they're at, and I'm very glad that I have not wanted to do that and have not done that. But I do mm -hmm. see a lot of young women that, you know, you can tell. They're on stage looking like strippers, and it's like, mm -hmm. oh, put some clothes on. But right. I think that, unfortunately, our culture really tells women that in order to be respected and in order to be, you know, validated, 
you have to be attractive. And obviously in our in our culture we all want to be attractive and, and it's just part of society and maybe we can tone that down in the years to come and see a little deeper than all that. But I think especially for women, it's just this this quest to be validated and to and to have men appreciate us. And we're going about it the wrong way. You know, men are going to appreciate us. We're beautiful, we're powerful. We don't have to take all our clothes off. So I'm hoping I'm really hoping in the next few years to to do some mentoring with young people, especially mm-hmm. around healthy relationships and domestic violence and and just try to be a positive role model, a positive um, source of inspiration for people to really be true to yourselves, and that comes with finding who you are first. A- Ashley, know? remember back in the day, um, you know, we, we had we had some beautiful women that did a lot of good music back in the day. Let's just throw Whitney Houston in there. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, there there's, I mean, even Diana Ross and the Supremes, um, you know, even in hip hop, there was there was Latifah, there was MC Light, there was Yo Yo. A lot of a lot of them women, they didn't they didn't drop down the next to nothing. They they had you know, in some cases, especially hip hop. Remember back in the nineties, had you know, a lot of women had the baggy joints on. Like they were they That's were, nice. yeah. And and to me, you know, they won based on their talent. A lot of men respected them based on what they brought to the table. So, you know, you know, here we are fast forwarding, of course. And, you know, everybody likes to, you know, I put this on a Facebook message too. Everybody likes to look at a nice body. But, uh, you know, to me, what you said reigns supreme too. Um, you, you gotta, you gotta let me, you gotta win with what you have on the, on, on the, on the inside, especially music, because men are sharks, especially in the music business. We all know that it's dominated by men. It's, you know, we're dogs. That's just what it is. You know, we we love the look of a beautiful woman, but um, you know, I, I love the, your approach and the fact that you know what I'm I'm selling you with my music, not my body. So you know, if that's what you want, too bad. Good luck somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I just I just really respect you on 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 what you're trying to do for yourself and and even trying to mentor others because it's uh it's. It's just one of those real tricky things when it comes to it because you know, hey, you you never know who you're gonna fall in love with. We all know this, but I know and I know you know that with music, it's it's a different deal, especially if you're trying to succeed, right? Definitely, definitely. And I guess I would have to say I don't think that men are dogs necessarily. I think that you know we're all sexual people and there's nothing wrong with Amen. appreciating there's nothing wrong with appreciating somebody's body appreciating somebody's beauty and like i said there's a right and a wrong way and yeah. you know go ahead and tell somebody that they're beautiful you don't have to slap them on the behind to tell them that they're beautiful when you exactly. don't even know them exactly. you know there's, there's respect there's a basic level of respect and so I don't, I don't think that men are dogs necessarily. I think some men are dogs, but a lot of men mm-hmm. aren't. No and doubt. I think that there's a lot of people who, who know what it is and whether they have, you know, strong women in their lives that, that taught them and strong men in their lives that taught them, you know, how to, how to really respect women. Um, whatever it is, there's a lot of men that, that do know how to approach women, especially in the music business and that, mm-hmm. that, are focused on the music, and even if they are attracted to you, they know how to handle that. They don't go crazy. They can still do music. <laughs> They're not going to lose their minds, right? <laughs> <laughs> the the Swaz in the chat room, my man, he, he pretty much made a perfect comment. He's like, you know, back in the day, a lot of women, they didn't flaunt their sexiness. That's what made them even more sexy, and, and I think that's even true. Like, when you when you carry it, you may have it, and, and, and a lot of men you know, or whoever may see it, but if you don't carry it, they didn't flaunt it, they didn't throw it out there 99% of the time, and they scale back, and still, you know, that, that made them look even more sexy to, uh, to, to you know, to us, I mean, and to me, that's, that's a natural, like you said, it's a natural thing, but I know it's, it's, it's hard for you, you women and I just hope that, you know, more people like yourself and others can be able to spotlight that and help other people look. You know what? You can actually do a whole lot more by scaling back 
and and present yourself in a proper business way and you're going to be you're going to be treated on a on a good level like that you know what i'm saying so i think that's important definitely and also just you know a level of self respect and i think this goes for men and women um you know there's there's people it's not just about taking off your clothes it's also about it's also about what messages are you sending you know what are you getting yourself into you know i think there's a lot of of self disrespect in in hip hop too you know why are we all talking about selling drugs when we know that's going to put us in jail hello you know mm-hmm. and obviously i understand the hustle i understand the hustle a very right. very 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 good friend of mine is about to get out he's been in for 3 years so i understand i've been writing in this person for 3 years i understand mm-hmm. i understand the hustle but let's respect ourselves a little more and have some hope for our future you know let's invest in ourselves let's you know find out what talents we have what gifts we have and let's explore them and i understand nobody wants to work for minimum wage but it's better than being knocked and having somebody write to you for three years you know so i don't know i'm hey, into that and no but you you are right on point you are right on point and you know speaking of future though um what what is your primary goal? Is your goal to get signed to a record deal, or is your goal to you know build a a a foundation yourself so you know other people is going to actually come to you instead of you trying to go to them? I've actually always been anti record deal since I was a kid, and you know I know that a lot of times I'm like I'll do it myself, I'll do it myself. There's going to be a point, hopefully soon I'll be traveling more with my music, there's going to be a point where I'm going to need help. And I already do. I obviously, I already accept help. A lot of people have looked out for me, have helped in terms of supporting me, and helped in terms of their connections. But I'm always like, I don't need a manager. This last show that I had at the Hard Rock last Thursday, I had so much to do just to get that show together. Usually I just have to worry about practicing mm-hmm. what I'm going to wear, making sure I have my business cards. No, this show was literally so many administrative tasks, so many things I had to do, get done before the show that I was like, well, now I understand why people have assistants and why people have managers because it's hard. So I know I'm going to have to get help. Hopefully if things keep progressing the way they've been, been progressing, and it's been pretty quick because I, I hadn't really tried to sing professionally before a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about music obviously all along I was always singing but I didn't necessarily think that I would try to make it my primary career I always thought I would go to law school do civil rights law I'm an activist at heart but I didn't really decide until a couple years ago that I really wanted to try to make a go of like singing professionally Mm -hmm. but when it comes to record deals I just find that obviously there's some independent labels that are great and I'm not sure yet it'll 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 have to it'll have to be a matter of like seeing what is presented to me, but I'm really not out there looking for a record deal. I want to see how much I can do on my own independently. I just feel like even if it is a smaller independent label, they really call the shots. And if they shelf you or they go find the new the newest hottest act or mm-hmm. you know somebody that is gonna let the, you know let their clothes fall off a little more easily, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. then you are pretty much screwed and you're sitting there waiting for your contract to run up. And you see that all the time. You see people signed, they don't even release anything. Exactly. So, or, or they're, you know, you don't know what's happening with them or you see them in the videos, but they're not doing nothing. So I think it's a really smart idea to stay as independent as you can for as long as you can. And obviously mm-hmm. if, the, if the right situation were to come to me, you know, I hope I don't sell out and sign with a major label, but I would love, you know, a small independent label that's able to, you know, get me to the next level without feeling like I've sold out. You know, I don't want to lose creative control. I'm not singing anything I don't want to sing. And that might sound like a diva. Oh, well, then I'm a diva, but I'm not (laughs) singing anything I don't want to sing. And I'm not going to not write. I will never not write. Um, and I don't really want a team of songwriters of old men sitting in a room <laughs> telling me telling me what's going to play on the radio, you know, like what's going to sell on the radio and all that, what's going to have good records. <laughs> it's true. 
It's true, though. It's true. <laughs> I'm glad. That was funny. <laughs> Amen to that, though. <laughs> yeah. Ashley yeah. is our guest on the AM Buzz. And what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play two tracks. I'm going to play How Come You Didn't Call to lead off and um, add the run in the story by request again. There's so many people out there that wanted it. You got it again. The AM Buzz, Ashleen is in the house as well. I love I love the fact that the people can go get it on the downloads and, and people can actually get this for free. They can go to SoundCloud, exactly. right? You got exactly. Reverb Nation. Exactly. It's a free download. Um, I just felt like, you know, why are people going to buy something from somebody that they don't know or that they haven't heard? So mm-hmm. it's definitely um, promotional for me right now. Um, I'm not trying to make any money off of it. Yeah, maybe someday it'll make me some money. But for now, I'm just trying to get the word out, and I want people to hear the song. And I appreciate you playing it not once but twice. Thank you so hey. much. Hey, you know what? We <laughs> we we gonna play it more than twice. I mean, this is this is gonna get constant spins. It's 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 picking up real real well, and uh, you know the people want it. So we gotta we gotta we gotta make sure that not only we do what the people want, meaning you know, put out this nice traditional music, but we gotta we, we gotta we gotta bring this this authentic authenticity back creativity because you don't you don't sound like, you know, somebody we know. You have the kind of sound where it does sound traditional. It sounds kinda retro in a sense because, you know, traditional is that. It gives us memories. It it makes us remember, you know, things, not just how it used to be, but, you know, in general. But your voice I've never heard a, a a a blessed voice like this one before. So you you got oh, that, you got that, and that's thank you. you know. And I'm pretty sure you you again. You've probably heard that millions of times from millions of people, and and I'm pretty sure you'll probably hear that a million more times. But I'm I'm trying to find new words to be able to say it. So trust me, I'm I'm working on that right now. <laughs> I'm working on. It. So you have you have Twitter, you have Facebook, you have all your social media things. How how are you feeling with this uh with with this social media grind as far as networking and pushing your music out? It's going well. It's going well. And like I said, you know, much thanks to Clockwork Music um for also releasing the song. You know, I put it on SoundCloud and it has a few hundred views. They put it on SoundCloud and it has over a thousand. So thank you to them. Um that was huge. Um, it's going good. I mean, the the trick with me to finding me is knowing how to spell my name, and that's that's the hardest part. Because once you can find me, I mean, once you can spell my name, you can pretty much find me anywhere: Twitter, Facebook, my website. So I'm gonna spell it for everybody because it's such a hard name. But it's pronounced Ashleen. You're saying it right. Thank you, because people say it wrong all the time. But it's spelled, <laughs> the first name is spelled A I S L I N G. And the last name is Pear Tree, like a tree that grows pears, P-E-A-R-T-R-E-E. And then once you have that, um, it's AshleenPearTree.com is the website. The Twitter is Ashleen Pear Tree. The Facebook is Ashleen Pear Tree Music, all one word. Um, YouTube is Ashleen Pear Tree. So it's pretty much the same everywhere you go. It's just a matter of how to spell it. <laughs> you know, I got to uh, gotta tell you how to, um, during your songs that was played, um, a friend of mine named Dion Warwick, which I'm pretty sure you know who she is. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> she 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 wanted to say you have a very, very good voice. Um I'll Thank make sure you. I'll forward that email over to you that she sent to me. Um, you know, we've had her on, on you know, on this program before and uh, you know, she's a fan of what we do, so um just wanted to make sure I throw that out there because she she was listening live. Um as of uh you know, fifteen twenty minutes ago. So she she's a she's a she's a fan. Some of the some of the people that you would like to work with in your lifetime would be who? Wow. Um, I wish Donny Hathaway were still alive. Um, oh God, I love that. That's guy. a dream. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. That's the ultimate. I think that's the ultimate voice right there. Um, Anita Baker has always been a huge inspiration. I love, love, love her. I would love to work with her. Um, and then as far as contemporary, my two favorite voices are Usher and Jasmine Sullivan. And I said that for my 30th birthday I wanted to sing a duet with them, and that's probably not going to happen because my 30th birthday is in March. But I can keep Hey, that going. means we got to March then. We got to we March got to make that happen. 
We got we got we got to make that happen. <laughs> I tweet them, hey. but they don't answer me. <laughs> hey, you know what, Usher? If you're listening, dude, hey, hit us up. We we want to make that happen. <laughs> that, that if that's her dream, we got to make that come true, people. So you know, we're 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 a maybe a phone call away or a PR person phone call email away to make that happen. So we got to march. It's okay. Yeah, we it. have so much. Yeah, Jasmine Sullivan. I think you know her voice is just beyond beautiful. She's my favorite voice. Um, and a lot of her ballads haven't been heard. A lot of people don't know some of her um, ballads. Um, I don't know if she released them as singles. You can find them on YouTube. I bought them off iTunes because I support her. I think she's amazing. Um, but songs like In Vain um, and Good Enough, just really, really, really good songs that people don't necessarily hear from her. They, they think of Bust Your Windows. They think of Need You Bad, but they don't necessarily think of all the beautiful ballads that she has, and she's incredible. Mm-hmm. So not just Usher, Jasmine Sullivan, too. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. So with uh, with all this being said, your website is up as well. Give the people out there your website information. Yeah, it's AshleyInPeartree.com. It's spelled A-I-S-L-I-N-G-P-E-A-R-T-R-E-E.com. And again, all of the different sites are the same. So if you spell the name right, you can find me anywhere. Twitter, Facebook, it's Ashleen Peartree Music on Facebook. Reverb Nation is Ashleen Peartree as well. YouTube is Ashleen Peartree. Yeah. I think if they Google you too, I think they'll probably find you as well. I think so. And if you Google End of Story um, or go on my SoundCloud, it's available for free download. There you go. How would you... When it comes to the music that you do and the attention that you're getting and that will soon get, you know, it's going to be even more. When when people hear your music, what what's in not so many words, let's just say maybe between one and three words, what 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 is the best description of your 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 style of music and and what you embody when you do what you do? Hmm. That's a tough one. I guess I'd have to say. I'd That's have why I wanted to, say, to ask that question. I wanted to ask yeah, that you, one because I'm, you know, I'm trying to throw you off right now. Time. You could have given me some time to think about that one. Um, I guess I'd have to say, you know, just soul. It's it's what's inside me. You know, I'm I'm not somebody who's really trying to you know, write what I think will play on the radio or what I think people will even like. I mean, I hope people love it, but I'm really just writing what's inside me. So whatever I write is pretty much just a part of who I am. It's not a brand. It's not, you know, Ashley and the Commodity trying to get on the radio, Ashley and trying to get signed. You're not going to see me doing songs that, that I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess soul and, and just what's in my heart and my life experiences that that's probably a big one is life experiences that go into the music see you answer that nice see i, well, I, I, I didn't want three I didn't... words i was trying to keep it free but you could have asked me that last night so i had time to prepare oh <laughs> i didn't see, i didn't even throw you off that much i didn't throw you off that much so with with singing, what what else you do that you know? I, I know you sing damn near twenty four seven, but in your spare time, if you have spare time, what what do you do? Like, what else do you do? Um, I cook a lot. I I love to cook. I love to see my family and friends as much as possible. I'm really lucky that um, most of my close family is in Boston, except for my sister who decided to move to Miami. But she's also a singer. Um, she sings reggae. Um, she's a beautiful singer. She's um, she's actually the one who taught me how to sing. But um, we are planning a few things as a family. We're hoping to start the Freedom School, um, which is, in a nutshell, a very short nutshell, it's a school and community and a way of life that hopefully will touch a lot of people and people will want to start their own around the world, but it's based on self-sufficiency, you know, not relying on the government to not teach our kids, let's do it ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, not not begging the police not to beat and kill us, let's take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So, and also, you know, self-sufficiency when it comes to the planet and 
self-sustainability and all that because we're going down fast. Um, but yeah, the Freedom School, so that, that's big. But really, you know, my little sister, I spend a lot of time with her, my parents, my friends. I have some amazing, amazing friends. Um, I get it in. I party a little bit. I party a little bit. Um, okay. But I write a lot. So when I'm not at work, even when I am at work, I'm always writing, um, songwriting, um, and cooking. Sometimes I cook too much. Yeah. No, you, you can never cook too much, like... See, especially since you say you cook, see, that means you cook great, right? You don't just cook. You cook great. I'd say so. I'd okay, say see, so. That, that's what I'm saying. See, see, <laughs> see, you didn't even mention that, though. You just basically like, well, I cook. See, you should have just threw it out there. Well, I cook damn good. Like, okay. See, <laughs> see? but see that? See, I had to say it for you, though, but that's okay. That's okay. That's that's what I'm here for. Yeah, well, you don't want to toot your you don't want to toot your own horn. Too hey, much. when it when it comes to cooking, you better. You, <laughs> you too. You you better. You better. <laughs> but before before I let you go, a, a couple more questions. And actually, um, you you know, I I kind of threw it out there on when we were messaging each other back and forth on Facebook too. But you know, I, I would love to hear something of an acapella from from Ashlyn. Ashleen, okay. if you possibly can. So, you know, if if you got something, prepared or not, uh, I don't care. I just want to hear that voice. So if you may, please. Do you have any requests? No, just come with what, what's from your heart or how you feel about the situation, you you and I or whatever. Anything, <laughs> anything from the heart, okay. sweetie. Okay. Um, well, I love... I love this song, Bust Your Windows, by Jasmine Sullivan. I did a cover um, as a video directed by Dante Luna. You can find that on YouTube. Uh, but I'll sing that if that's all right. Hey, go for it. Okay. I bust the windows out your car. No, it didn't mend my broken heart. I'll probably always have these ugly scars. But right now, I don't care about that part. I bust the windows out your car after I saw you laying next to her. I didn't want to, but I took my turn. I'm glad I did it because you had to learn. I must admit it helped a little bit to see Oops, I forgot the words. To think about you, how you feel when you saw it. I didn't know I had that much strength. But I'm glad you see what happens away. You see, you can't play with people's feelings. Tell them you love them when you don't even mean it. You'll probably say that it was juvenile. But I think that I deserve to smile. Ha, 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 I bust the windows out your car. You know, oh, I did it because I left my marks. Wrote my initials with a crowbar. And then I drove out into the dark. I bust the windows out your car. You should feel lucky. That's all I did. After five whole years of this bull, gave you all of me and you played with me. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> hey, standing ovation right now. I just stood up, literally. <laughs> I just literally stood up, but uh, but you won't have to you won't have to bust the windows out of my car, baby. You'll be good. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do that. You, you wouldn't have to. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All the things I'm gonna I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna actually put Ashlyn's uh, information on my website as well and I'm going to cross promote her website so the traffic can go there make sure you go you guys and girls go pick up in the story and all the music that's that's out there and I got to tell you 
Well, actually, I, I just I just want you to know that you know, please come back, hang out with us. Um, you know, I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm sounding like old school Don Cornelius right there. You can come back and uh, you know, play another song for us. Definitely. I have, some, I have some new material for you soon. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, I, I am I'm I wanna appreciate you very, very much for, for, for coming and hanging out with me and, and please don't be a stranger. Um actually we're not gonna be a stranger no matter if you like it or not. We're we're gonna be in each other's lives because I definitely wanna not just support you but I wanna let the whole world know your God-given talent, and and to me, as a as a media guy, I, I I that's the way that's the only way I can do to give thanks. Just you know, traditional things that that goes down in networking and 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 stuff. I I, I thank God for you. I really do because wow. you know you you don't you don't get you don't get this every day. So you know, people we we're we're not we're not guaranteed to be here tomorrow. So. I'm just going to show this love and support and do everything I can daily for someone like yourself, and I really appreciate you. I really and truly I do. Really, I really appreciate you very much. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Um, this is probably my first radio interview ever. Get out of here. No way. No, I think so. I think I take that back. I was on, I think it was called Rising Star or Morning Star on um, Hot 9-7 in Boston a okay. bunch of years ago. Um, for like like this little singing competition, or not singing, I was a song competition. I didn't win, um, but it was a very very brief interview. So this is my first official radio interview. So thank you so much. Wow! You. And you know what? You killed it. Like you you've just been doing radio for a long time. <laughs> so you're good. Thank you. you are good. We we love you. And I love we you will, back. We, we will definitely be in touch. The morning buzz, the AM buzz, Ashleen, blessings to you, my queen. Blessings to you. Have a wonderful day. Next Legacy.